and welcome everyone to another episode of Wise Woman Wednesdays. My name is Jennifer Regular. I am a soul-centered empowerment coach with Letting the Path, and I'm also the host here at Wise Woman Wednesdays that we feature both on YouTube and on the Wisdom Speakers and Seekers podcast. I am so excited today because we're meeting with Angelica Matev from Spain. Hello, Angelica, and welcome. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be your guest today. Oh, thank you so much. It is such an honor. Angelica is a psychological astrologer and a transformation coach with Inner Growth Astrology. Inspired by the work of CJ Young and Dane Ruddyar, led to the decision to specialize in psychological astrology. I am so excited for this topic. Angelica holds a certification from the Academy of Astropsychology created by astrologer and psychotherapist Glenn Perry. A few years ago, Angelica went through a cycle of deep transformation. After losing her mother and a husband to cancer in just two weeks, with the help of her spiritual gifts and the empowering exploration of the inner world with astropsychology, she was able to overcome the devastating pain of losing loved ones and focus on rebuilding her life. At the age of 51, she met and shortly after married the love of her life, started her own business and has never been happier. Angelica believes every person and every story are a precious gift from the universe and come with great potential for amazing discoveries growth and personal evolution. I'm so excited to have her today to share about psychological astrology and the power of self-discovery. Angelica, you've been through Thank a lot. So <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to dive in and hear you share about the transformations that you went through, that personal evolution and growth that often initiates us healers and spiritual workers and spiritual teachers and wisdom keepers because um, as I'm sure you're aware as we journey through life it's really a soul journey and it's a bit of an adventure isn't it and we have different assignments along the way that teach us and inform us about who we are and how we can navigate life and what's most important for us and also what we most stand for in life and what supports us in living the best kind of life, one that's fulfilling and nourishing and productive for us, but one that also can uplift humanity when we realize that in truth, we are all just walking each other home. So thank you so much for being here to share your story. And how did you become interested in astropsychology? That's not a common one. <laughs> I know so many astrologers, but astropsychology sounds like the ultimate. So tell me more about that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for this beautiful introduction. And uh, yes, I am always excited and happy to talk about my journey, but most importantly, connect that with how this amazing discipline, psychological astrology has helped me and also what it can be uh, delivering and doing for people who are on their own uh, journey of self-discovery. Mm. So I've always been in love with astrology since I can remember and I studied on my own and with different teachers. And the more I learned about uh, astrology, the more I realized that this is a, a sacred system of knowledge, a precious gift from the universe. 
that is giving us so many answers. However, I also realized that uh, the mainstream astrology that people are most familiar with uh, doesn't really do justice to the vast potential of astrology to be our guide and to help us understand who we truly are, connect with our core essence and our true self, and uh, find that wealth of personal power and knowledge that could help us heal and grow and uh, evolve as people in a way that would be absolutely authentic mm -hmm. as opposed to any other forms of learned or just repetitive ways that are not always applicable uh, to our own personality and to what we need to discover and to resolve. What I mean by that is that there are many different ways and, and therapies and self-help techniques for which I have great respect, of course, but I believe that when a person is dedicated to truly get to uh, the deeper level of who they are, a more personalized tool is needed. And this most personalized and, and unique tool is our birth chart because nobody uh, else has that birth chart on the planet is uniquely ours and it represents this beautiful blueprint of our soul that can reveal so much about the psychological structure of our personality the drives beliefs and motives that are actually determining our choices and decisions which in turn become manifested as events and people and naturally unfold as our life and story, right? So I think the good news here is that if we are able to influence that much what is happening to us and when we're not consciously aware about our own role in our story, we sometimes can work against ourselves. But the good news is that if we're able to create some of the challenges we encounter, we're also able to correct that and to become very actively involved into unlocking the path that is truly our authentic and uh, happy direction to achieve what we want in life by living authentically and by understanding the why, the what, and how to work with it. And ah, mm -hmm. yes, this is what the birth chart can definitely reveal through an analysis from a psychological perspective. And I can give some examples, of course. Please, yeah, share some examples. Okay, well, um, again, uh, there are a lot of misconceptions in traditional astrology. And uh, sometimes it's, you know, normal. I hear people say, oh, uh, I'm uh, Gemini and his Gemini, so we are the same, right? And, and that is uh, so not true, but... <laughs> I mean, this is the surface level of understanding. And also people think that astrology, uh, the purpose of astrology is predictions. Uh, again, very, very limited uh, understanding of uh, the role of astrology. And um, predictions are of course, something that astrology can be used for. There are predictive dimensions of the horoscope that through certain techniques that astrologers dedicate themselves to, is possible to derive some meaning from transits and calculations in the chart about the person's uh, life and, and, and faith. However, I believe that 
the real value lies into the potential of astrology to bring to conscious awareness what has been held out of our inner vision that we're not really connected to and that we're not really understanding those uh, hidden to us motives, emotions, and beliefs that we are using to operate from, but we are not understanding the root cause, the underlying reason why uh, we act in certain ways. And what I mean here is that it's possible through uh, certain messages that we receive in our formative years, usually in childhood, because yes, there is a lot of introspection involved and, and retrospection too, going back in time uh, to make some connections. In childhood, we might uh, internalize some evidence from the way uh, we are treated from parents, other people, teachers, family members, etc., that would uh, determine the way we think of ourselves, we perceive ourselves. So children uh, are not equipped with enough uh, ability to understand the difference between right and wrong because they're too young and they would never blame the parents. So when there is a problem in the family uh, or something that uh, happens and brings crises and issues, the child would blame themselves, mm. even for divorces, even for separation, even for mommy being unhappy and crying all the time must be my fault. And that could be seen in a birth chart through a special placements and positions and configurations that indicate the way a person has internalized the mother figure and certain events that happen in childhood that directly could uh, wound their sense of self-worth and they might see themselves as undeserving of happiness and love and uh, wealth even. But if they're not consciously aware of that, they might do certain things and make certain decisions that uh, although they want to achieve something later on in their life, that inner blockage, that inner barrier would make them find reasons to act against their best interests because they're not fully ready and aware to receive that, that benefit, to receive that result. They tend to self-sabotage uh -huh. because that sense of uh, lower self-esteem and, and wounded self-worth could actually uh, motivate them to, to stay somewhere in the shadow in the corner and not be putting themselves fully out there so they can claim uh, from life what is actually very possible to achieve and that creates inner tension inner conflicts and of course this person feels a bit lost and confused because on the one hand they want something on the other hand something happens always that would prevent to accomplish the goal they have so mm -hmm. working on the surface level wouldn't help through the birth chart analysis is possible to identify what kind of narrative and self-talk this person is using on a regular basis to convince themselves uh, what's right and wrong to do and uh, from there all of their actions are actually determined by this inner dynamic reflected in the birth chart and uh, would describe also and would determine as well what kind of partner they would be in a relationship, how they would pursue career, 
what's their relationship to money, prosperity, and abundance? What is their parenting style? How do they take care of themselves or not? Uh, how ready they are to use their spiritual gifts and connect uh, with their own greatness and step into their light. So all these are questions that my clients, you know, bring to, to our sessions together and we explore uh, the different layers of their personality always in connection to their actual story. Because again, there is this saying, uh, character is fate. And if that's true, then we are definitely um, able and uh, have the power to change that if we are ready to uh, start shifting our perspective and, and come to an understanding that can be revealed through this kind of astrological analysis. Yes, and shifting the perspective comes with the awareness and being able to tap into the innate wisdom. And the birth chart kind of sounds like a script for our life. Okay. <laughs> all the characters, Absolutely. you know, all the things, our motives and the way we show up in the world and how we relate to the other people in the world and all of those things, which is very interesting. And so when you talk about a Gemini meeting another Gemini over both Geminis and then going way beyond that, um, there's different layers there that you mentioned too. And I see us all too as multidimensional beings having multi-sensory multi lives. Right? Uh -huh. And um, we're taking the world in from all of our senses all of the time. And what we don't do often enough, perhaps, is that we continue to act and do and act and do and not take the time to come in and reflect and integrate and rest and digest and look at with deeper awareness what our soul needs and what our soul wants and um, allow what's already set on our path to come to fruition and to be in alignment with that and it sounds like astro psychology is a wonderful way to come into alignment with our soul's path with our inner workings so that we can live the best life possible to live happy and fulfilling lives and be aware of the challenges that are going to come too and how we can best navigate that and how did you discover this for yourself angelica as you were going through your deep transformation and how you came across um, the major players in your life, the teachers, the ones who guided you into astropsychology. Can you share a bit about how that all merged on your path? Sure. Well, uh, before I do that, I just want to say that you uh, really beautifully put this um, summary of what we were talking about, explaining the role of psychological astrology. That's absolutely true. Mm. And about this example between two people from the same uh, sun sign, yes, they might have some similarities. However, astrology is such a beautiful tapestry of energies that uh, are constantly in dialogue with one another that one person's son could be in a sign that uh, is the same as the other one. However, they will be placed in different houses. They will make different aspects and connections throughout the chart. And as Carl Jung says, uh, all reality is psychic reality. So uh, that person would process experience through the prism of all the energies in their chart, not only by the placement of the sun in a particular sign. So the only thing these two people would have in common is that they would share the same sun sign, but that's about it. Everything right. else could be examined in a very individual basis. 
And uh, yes, to uh, going back to your question, well, I discovered astrology, uh, like I said before, at a very early age, and I immediately knew that this is uh, where I can find a lot of answers because I learned to read uh, when I was very young, looking for more and more information. My parents grew tired of my endless questions. So I was reading books. I was trying to find uh, connections and, and more uh, clarity about things in the world and about human nature. And then when I found astrology, I immediately felt that I have arrived to a place where I will stay for the rest of my life. So, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I kept, uh, you know, reading, uh, self-study, then I was introduced to a teacher who uh, gave me the foundational principles of astrology, along with many other components, because astrology is best understood when we add other uh, analytical components from human history, from personal experience, from very... Uh, easy to to check and connect and see facts from the natural world from the social world because astrology is not something out there astrology is within us mm -hmm. and is by extension uh, the symbolism of astrology can be discovered everywhere in the natural cycles in the seasons in our own uh, human experiences and activities so it's fascinating how it can be all connected through that sacred principle of correspondence between you know macro and microcosmos because uh, we're all part of something bigger and uh it's impossible to look at things uh, in a fragmented way and find an explanation so i was learning along with astrology history philosophy different uh, esoteric traditions symbolism to be able to understand all that better and then i um discovered the the work of Carl Jung of course which uh, again is absolutely fascinating to me that part of analytical psychology and the archetypes mm -hmm. and I thought that this there must be a connection between this and astrology and then I was fortunate uh, to discover the work of Dane Rudier and Liz Green and many other prominent astrologers then uh, discovered the program of uh, the mentor, my mentor, Glenn Perry, and uh, I was so lucky to learn from so many great teachers that allow me to uh, get to the uh, really deep levels of interpretation. And I was doing this not just as a hobby, but as my lifelong passion. I changed countries, jobs, uh, marriages, but the one thing that remained a constant in my life was my time with and work with astrology. So when uh, I moved here back uh, to Europe and this uh, dark night of the soul came, you know, in, in my life when I lost my mother and uh, my husband at the time, mm -hmm. I understood that I'm going through a deep Plutonian cycle of transformation. And when something of that magnitude happens, there is a message and there is a choice. We always have free will. There is no such thing as doom and gloom. I think this was invented by people who don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say that I, I had two choices back then, uh, you know, drown in despair and use that situation as an excuse and, mm. and not do anything meaningful with my life or 
continue exploring uh, my life path and find meaning and reason why this happened to me and what I can do with it from that moment on, because uh, in the midst of this tragedy, I was also given a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't in, in uh, easy and good circumstances, but I chose to look at this uh, from that perspective. And I started using all my time to really explore my chart and everything else that I could connect it with so I can understand where is my inner source of personal power and inspiration? What is my purpose? What am I meant to do from that moment on? And of course, I started taking care of myself, not immediately, because I had to go through a process of grief. But in those uh, heavy, empty and and really painful nights without my family, my companion was astrology and my cat. So, yeah, I was able to (laughs) keep myself together and keep learning, of course. And I realized that there is so much I already know, but there is much more that I can still learn and add to it so I can turn it into uh, my own system of knowledge and use that to share with other people, dedicate my work and my energy to this kind of service. And the minute I made that decision, I felt extremely happy for the first time in in many months. Yay! So then... (laughs) And my personal life changed, of course, I guess that was a response from the universe that is always happy to comply based on what we sent out as intention. And because Mm -hmm. I was determined to rebuild my life, I was able to meet a person that gave me the love and the support I, I needed. And from there, it was a lot easier to start making, you know, other plans for something that wasn't just a dream in the unforeseeable future anymore. It was becoming a possibility and a reality. So I created, <clears throat> excuse me, my practice, which I decided to put together as a system that uh, combines astrology, psychology, and coaching with the focus on transformation. And I created a program that I am uh, currently using to work with people and help them on their own journey. And uh, I have to tell you, if I go back, I'll do this 100 times over, although it wasn't easy, just so I can get to where I am, because I feel in alignment with my purpose, with my abilities, and uh, it's just the life that I wanted to to create. So grateful and uh, hopeful that more people will understand how important and how powerful they actually are although it's not very easy to focus on that thought but we are uh like you said in the beginning uh when you introduced me i believe we are definitely able to that kind of uh, evolution and transformation and we might not all be on the spiritual path but without realizing it living every day caring sharing loving those around us and other people too is by extension spiritual work so when we find ourselves in a place of uh, hardship there is a way to understand a lot more about who we are and instead of taking that as a punishment to take it as an opportunity to learn evolve and grow and become the best version of ourselves 
Yes, and it can essentially be seen too as a rite of passage. You know, going through that transformation, the transition, the turmoil, the loss and the grief are all ways that we go through to come back into alignment with spiritual sovereignty, with the essence of who we truly are and what we're meant to be doing in this lifetime and to settle into where we want to be for the rest of our lives for you. You said Mm -hmm. astrology. And there's a real expansion that goes on that I heard from you too, Angelica, when you spoke about you know, what else is possible and looking at all the different possibilities and the different sources of information and see how it's all interwoven and what connects and what resonates in harmony with your beliefs and the way that you want to be living your life or what's not working. And it was interesting too, to hear about the different seasons and you talked about the Plutonian nature of transformation. (laughs) And um, recently, fairly recently, there was the docu-series Changing of the Gods. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you've seen that one. Um, I've heard about it, any of you in the audience. Yeah, Mm -hmm. where really spoke about throughout times in history, the Uranus and Pluto transits and how much they affect the social, political, economical nature of events and how much that lines up. So not just personally, but how community in the world at large and the whole cosmos actually, how everything is influencing each other all the time. And Angelica, you mentioned how the cosmos is also, the universe is also within us. Also oh, absolutely. How- <clears throat> well, these are, these are, Exciting, fascinating, and, and big topics. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> a lot to cover in I'll, such a short time. <laughs> I'll try just to, yeah, to, to touch upon some of, uh, of those. Uh, I want to say something related, of course, because sure. we've been talking about faith and uh, astrology too. So mm-hmm. um, the reason why I fell in love with psychological astrology is because of the dynamic and the process that allows it to function as a growth model because there is the concept of fate mm-hmm. and if we look at this in Jungian terms there is also the concept of destiny yes exactly I mm-hmm. think that uh, you know because the goddesses of fate maybe those of you uh, listeners who are interested in mythology know about the, the three they call them the Moirais these are three goddesses that uh you know, they uh, one spins the thread, the other one measures it, the other one cuts it. So they're the, the daughters of uh, Nyx, a Greek goddess of like the great mother. So there is this idea that gods and men were waiting for this uh, three to decide what their fate is going to be. Mm. And from here we have the word uh, fatal, which has a <sighs> negative connotation uh-huh. simply because it means it cannot be avoided because it's fate right mm-hmm. and the concept of traditional astrology being a lot more deterministic although it has its own merits of course is that it can announce something which is in the chart that is not possible to change we can change everything about ourselves appearance gender even beliefs but we cannot change the birth chart so if we look at this from a deterministic perspective the birth chart is the fate meaning the hand were dealt at birth mm-hmm. however what we do with that is our destiny and this is what psychological astrology focuses on because Mm. it empowers us with 
the understanding that we are in charge of using what we came to this world with and make the most out of it. Instead of being passive recipients and victims of circumstances, we can just decide this is what I have and this is what I'm going to do with it. And I'm going to follow my path and purpose and do the most of my life. So yes. because of that, I believe this is, you know, the, 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 the power, the healing, the, the actual transformation that this approach allows. And uh, about Pluto, one of my favorite, actually, elements of astrology, I can probably talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another session. We'll do another okay. interview. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just want to say that right now, because we touched upon the mundane aspect of it and the history mm -hmm. and how it affects humanity, what's interesting now is one influence that uh, affects all of us, and this is, astrologically speaking, the position of the so-called lunar nodes. We have the north and the south lunar node that are very much connected to the direction of that fate and destiny we're talking about and recently they moved into the signs of taurus and scorpio that is an axis that connects the two signs so the north node is currently in taurus and the south node is in scorpio now that has different meanings and messages for each person based on their chart however collectively there is something very clear uh, being said here with the south node in scorpio we need to learn to let go as humanity, uh, everything and anything that is no longer serving us as prejudice, hate and negativity, um, antagonistic reasons to go against you know, each other. So Scorpio brings, uh, Scorpio brings that of purging, purification, the, the psychological and, and physical purgatory. See, they all start with pur. So when the South Node is there, that means whatever the past has on us that is holding us back mm. and uh, hasn't been processed or has been suppressed and repressed because Pluto and the eighth house in the chart uh, are the realm of our personal shadow. This is the personal underworld. So now collectively, we have the self noting Scorpio, which means that we have to really do that inventory and do a lot of cleansing in order for the healing to begin. Because mm -hmm. Pluto, along with Chiron, they're wounded healers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, Pluto has the ability to inflict the wounds because of its nature, but also right. to heal. So before the healing begins and we're able to connect uh, through the other extreme uh, of the axis to mother nature, because that's Taurus, right? We need first to do that release of negativity, of toxicity uh, at individual level, in our relationships, as community, as humanity. It's time to uh, definitely work on our values and priorities. That's what Taurus does as well. And we have Uranus there that is revolutionizing our idea of economy too. We're going to have to learn new ways of making money, what really matters, how we produce, how we distribute, how we consume. And other things will become more important than just accumulating goods and, and, and things and stuff, because uh, we will have to learn to focus on what nurtures the soul and the spirit as well, not just the body.
I'm so glad you mentioned all that, Angelica, because there's people that have a tendency to blame the government for things. And what you just described is that there's bigger forces, higher powers yeah, that well, play that, here that and it all necessar- oversees <laughs> everything, right? That's um, true. That's and, true. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily exonerate the, the, the government and other institutions that have their own Some work through them. Yes. Right? But, <laughs> Stir there, things up. Just, yeah. yeah. There is this bigger frame uh, work, you know, and this bigger context in yes. which they're, are happening. And then the rest, of course, uh, are layers of um, engagement and responsibility. But it's extremely important uh, to, be, to be aware, you know, and awareness brings that knowledge and knowledge truly is power. Information truly is light because the minute we are enlightened and illuminated by an idea, it's like entering a dark room, you flip the switch, mm. there is light and you're no longer afraid. Yes. So that's why knowledge and uh, self-discovery through what the birth chart can reveal are actually the best and most personalized um, ways to find some answers and to uh, finally you know, break the negative repetitive cycles of uh, experiences that makes us unhappy and we wanna change. But change always starts within. There is mm-hmm. no outside force or method that would change our reality unless we're willing to do the journey within. And then once this transformation within is achieved, then events uh, start to happen in alignment with that inner uh, reinvented person. And uh, this is the, I think this is the miracle of life because we do project and we do invite and we do teach people, life, and the universe how to treat us, and we get the feedback. If we're not happy with the feedback, the narrative, change the story, right? Right, right. Um, It reminds me, too, of the kind of the transformation I went with my book title. Um, I was Mm -hmm. only 10 when I started conceiving and conceptualizing, writing short chapters in a book that I thought would be called When Society Determines Your Destiny. Mm. And many years later and many, you know, much growth and evolution took place from the age of 10 until 30 years later when I actually published a book, but it wasn't when society determines your destiny. Instead, I called it Embrace Your Power, a healing journal of self-discovery. I love that. Yes, a healing journal of self-discovery because you're absolutely right in everything that you shared that to move away from, you know, fate and the idea that someone else decides for us and to Mm -hmm. embrace your power and recognize that you have the choice to determine your destiny, to be able to make conscious choices once you become more aware and have that inner growth and transformation that happens to really step into that and to embody your truth, activate your soul's calling and move forward in that if you choose to. And when you were talking about um, the letting go, the letting go is so important right now in the purification. Um, Reminded me of a Zen proverb that says, let go or be dragged. Mm-hmm. Let Absolutely. go or be dragged. And I yes. think that too is an important message. Do you have any other final words of wisdom or important message that you want to share with the audience before we say goodbye for today? Yes, well, uh, I just want to say that I find it an amazing synchronicity that you wrote that book with that title, because one of my 
uh, inspirational ideas uh, and expressions that are used to describe the plutonium process is from pain to personal power, which yes. is very similar to, to what you talked about. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, we uh, there is so much to be learned and to be explored. So I just want to say this. I invite people to think of the birth charts as a treasure map mm, to okay. their personal wealth of knowledge, of power, of all these hidden talents, gifts, and uh, everything that uh, creates this personal greatness that we have to be ready to explore and connect with so we can share it with the world. And uh, the best way to uncover that again is to focus on understanding who we are yeah astrology is an amazingly helpful tool of inestimable value that opens the way to this process and provides many useful techniques as well because this kind of astrology is also referred to as counseling or therapeutic astrology because it does use some methods that are extremely helpful in guided inner work which i apply my program with my clients and ultimately provides this um, amazing view on ourselves and our lives and it's not about somebody telling us what to do and how to do it it's about embracing the power of responsibility and thus being ultimately free because yes. that's that's freedom, right? Absolutely. That's the inner freedom that we all need in order to, to live our life to the fullest. Yes. Freedom, right. fortitude, and fulfillment. And so how can people get in touch with you, Angelica, to experience this work of astropsychology? Yes. Well, uh, my website is the best place to learn about my work and services. It's angelicamate.com like my name, if there are any notes under, you know, the show, then people can, can see. Yes, we'll provide a link absolutely yes. that people can click I on have, and touch. Yes, I have the uh, a work with me page that describes what I do. And I'm also working on some new projects that will include more teaching of astrology uh, versus, you know, that, that other program that I offer right now is individual work and I'm planning on uh, doing more. So uh, yes, on, on Facebook and uh, by email, there is a contact form on my website. I'd be glad to connect and I'd love to talk more about my passion. And thank you so much for giving me that opportunity and hope to hear from anyone interested to learn more about astropsychology and how they can work with it. Thank you so much, Angelica. I really enjoyed our time together today. And thank you for tuning in all the way from Spain. <laughs> I'm in the West Coast of Canada and it's so wonderful how we can connect with this in this way. And I honor each and every one of you that have been watching and listening. Thank you so much for joining us today on Wise Woman Wednesdays. We'll see you again next time. Bye for now.